107. Nerd of God Squad. Hello, hello, hello. We are jumping into the Wayback Machine and we are having a retro throwback night. It's me, Tony T, for the Nerd of Godcast, and welcome to season 1.5. We're going to be just having a little bit of a low key conversation, having a little bit of fun, some laughs, and uh, basically checking in with some folks. Uh, and, and I'm not going to do it by myself because with me, as always, is producer Steve O. Oh, it's, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been producer Steve-O for some time. For a couple years. <laughs> it's, it's been a little while, and you have created a mad machine here on my dining room table. I have. It is a machination, uh, the likes of which I have never seen. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited, and hopefully it works, bells, whistles, and all. Well, so, if my moniker, producer Steve-O, comes back with me, it's not going to work at all. That's right. No one will ever hear this. Uh, <laughs> over across the table, often imitated, never duplicated, it's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Who even has a duplicator? <laughs> Who could duplicate you? Who could fit me in a duplicating machine? Right? And uh, and on the line with us uh, from the sprawling metropolis of uh, Carney's Cove, Carney's Point, New Jersey, is uh, is the lovely Tori Jones. Hi, Tori. Hi, guys. It's definitely, it would be cooler if it was Carney's Cove, but unfortunately, it's just Carney's Point. It's Carney's Point. Well, you know, I, I imagine when, you, when I say Carney's Point, I imagine like, Shady carnival workers pointing at things. <laughs> Carnies freak me out. <laughs> like Carnies, small hands. What does a Carnies Cove sound much better? It sounds like just a bunch of Carnies living in a in like a cave. It's like a nautical themed uh, yeah. fair or something like that. Like all the right. rides are the, the the big swinging boat ride. It's That's like they're like Carnies slash pirates. It's like the the evolved form of a regular Carney. It's like Carnies hanging out in the beach at the end of the Goonies. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. so Tori, we've we've been caught up with everybody else, but we haven't heard from you for a while. What in the world have you been up to? Oh, geez. So I lead the very glamorous life of an ice cream scooper. Wait, hold on. You purvey goodness. That's a ministry unto itself. (laughs) I, yes, yes, I do. It's a, I, I'm just a giver of ice cream daily, (laughs) You You are a giver of rich creamery happiness is what (laughs) you are. Rich creamery happiness, band name called it. (laughs) So, so you're doing this. Are you? Are do you enjoy it? I mean, do you do you like being a uh, a dairy jockey? It's fine, uh, but I spent a lot of money and a lot of time getting a degree for not this. So I'm also actively <laughs> seeking a better employment at the same time. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, please hire Tori. Now you're coming down here for MegaCon. This could be a big open door for you. You're going to meet some folks, break break the ice, uh, as it were. Uh, maybe maybe you'll have your your door of opportunity is just around the river bend. I'm so excited! Oh my gosh, I can't. Whew, I can't. That's like a whole nother. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I can't wait. We are prepping the guest bedroom for you you're gonna be all set so uh yeah that's exciting so what's your favorite flavor of ice cream do you or or are you sick of ice cream now like never want to see it again i actually can't eat it because uh my digestive system hates fun and joy um but when (laughs) i uh decide to make a bad decision my flavor of choice is moose tracks which is a caramel-based ice cream with uh, salted caramel candies and chunks of Reese's peanut butter cups mixed in. That sounds amazing. See, now for me, if I am the owner of an ice cream establishment, I want to hire someone whose digestive tracts are incompatible with ice cream. That's like hiring... You you are an ice cream eunuch. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. It's... 
a sad experience most days, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, well, so my wife said, "Hey, you're calling Tori? I think she just posted that she's she's playing Super Nintendo right now. Uh, what are what are you playing?" Uh, we're playing A Link to the Past. Uh, ben and I are couch co-oping. Uh, so, like, whenever anybody dies or we beat uh, one of the temples, we switch off. Um, and we're making our way through the game. It's one of our favorite ways to play single-player games. Because most of the two-player games we play, uh, they're not good. So, <laughs> that's what we got. <laughs> they say that romance is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, has there have you had any bad experiences with this uh, couch co-op uh, model? Have there been any games that, that did not work out? Hmm. I am generally not super great at games. That sometimes I just don't like a game, and so I pretend to couch co-op, but really I just let Ben play. Yesterday we played uh, Super Mario 64 couch co-op. Um, oh, very nice. That worked pretty well. I got to a point, though, if I get too frustrated, I'm like, I'm done, I can't, I gotta take a break, I can't do this. But, like, relationally, it has never ended poorly <laughs> i know that i'm in the minority here but i just i don't like super mario 64 yeah you're in the minority that's one of my favorite i just don't games. like it i've never it, played it it's fantastic i don't know i, I don't do, know tony said he doesn't like it i just feel like the just camera he doesn't and like the, it doesn't mean that it's bad i don't care for it i know that people love it don't, i'm not a fan just not a fan yesterday the the camera was creating in me struggles i didn't know i could experience while sitting on my <laughs> uh, now now here's the thing the camera in that game is trouble when you're the one playing but if you're watching somebody else play the the gesticulations <laughs> and the head gyrations that you're like forced to make in your soul i i think that that would be past the point of no return for me See, I, I can't watch somebody play a game it drives me insane no. especially if it's a game i've played and I'm like you're not doing it the way i would do it you need to do it I don't have right a problem way. with it. I watch it all. I watch uh, playthroughs all the time on YouTube. Really? The difference between like a walkthrough and a playthrough than watching, like literally watching somebody play a game, like that has no experience doing it. What would be the best game to watch someone play? I've never watched like a video game walkthrough or a playthrough. What would be the best game to watch someone play? I got it. What Journey? Okay, I can uh, see yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that because there's really no wrong way to play it. You just keep going. But just, I'd more want to watch it with somebody, watch somebody play it that has never played it, to see their reactions to the game. I think Journey would be a cool game to watch and then like put a soundtrack over it. Like I want to watch somebody play Journey, but then play Africa by Toto over top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had recorded my experience, because I've talked about it before, where uh, like the last segment of the game, I went, uh, I, I fell behind the other person that mm-hmm. I was playing with, and... and uh, they they stayed and they waited for me to finish. That's awesome. That's amazing. It was beautiful. That's really cool. Now I just saw a video that somebody posted that they beat Super Mario sixty four without ever jumping. It was like some kind of big achievement. No, you can't. That's ridiculous. They did it. They that- did it. They had a video posted. They beat the whole game. Never jumped. They did it all through like glitching the game and things, but never. Oh, so they didn't really play it. They cheated. I'm not saying they <laughs> cheated or not. That's just, if you're gonna play with glitches. That's cheating. I'm just saying that they accomplished. They successfully rescued the princess and never once jumped. That's a cheat. Flying flying right in the face of House of Pain, Criss Cross, and Van Halen. They chose <laughs> to never jump. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. So so today was Mareep Day. It's We're, we're recording on, on Sunday night, and uh, it was Pokemon Community Day. You and your hubby went out and, and caught some, some sheep Pokemons, huh? 
Yeah, we were uh, playing Link to the Past, and I looked up when the time was for Community Day, and I was like, all right, it's 2 o'clock, we gotta go. He's like, what, right now? I'm like, yes, it's only happening between 2 and 5, and it's raining out here, but not like, and it's cold. So it's like just irritating enough to be annoying, but not so bad <laughs> that it kept us inside. So we went out, there's a, there's a street near our house with like four or five Pokestops on it, because it's a bunch of churches and one gym. And so we just walked up and down that. And then my husband, this jerk, he, like, the second Mary that comes up was a shiny. And then he catches another one before I caught a shiny one. It was wild. But um, we also caught a Lapras while we were out. That was oh. our first Lapras that we saw. Uh, I still don't have one. Yeah, it was a, it was a good day. It was a, a successful community day. The first successful one we've participated in. So... That's cool. <laughs> I like the community days. We we went out to one of the big downtown spots, Lake Eola here in Orlando, and there was there was almost 200 people doing a raid battle out there. I mean, there was just tons of people. I felt like I was in the, the commercial for this game. I, th- I When they first put the Pokemon Go commercials out, I thought, oh, they showed like large groups of people in the community coming together and playing. I said, this is so unrealistic. This will never happen. And there, there you go. It was actually happening. So um, it was a lot of fun. We caught a lot of Mareeps. My son, the first one that he caught, literally the first one that, he, that showed up on his radar he hit it and it was a, it was a shiny one he's like yeah yeah first one i see you i see you. and i was like okay calm down there what's a marip it sounds like a small french man <laughs> hello hi i'm marip maui maui um it's a how would you describe a marip it's like a sheep with candy corn on its head right yeah it's a fluffy good soft uh, sheep, and if you say one more mean thing about it, I'm gonna be very upset. Please don't. Like, it's like a marshmallow sheep. Wait, nobody said anything bad about it. I just said it looks like a sheep with candy corn on its head. And I just said it sounded like a French man of the <laughs> no, small he's variety. He's not a French man. He's a electric sheep. So don't. Like, I think the the flavor text in the Pokedex is like a its wool is electrically charged or something. So like you yes. can't pet it or else it'll shock you. Something like that. The real question is: Do androids dream of them? <laughs> that was a Philip Somewhere K. Dick reference. Thank you. My brother Daniel is whipping around to answer. The and question. but then it evolves and it turns into a uh, a uh, glamorous-looking, fluffy cotton candy sheep, and then it turns into a giraffe. I don't know. I don't know what, what happens there. It's like a giraffe kangaroo-looking thing. So I don't. It's a tall French man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Agwoo. Yeah, but it's fun. Um, we we had a good. I'm enjoying these community days. Uh, have you have you gone any through any of the um, the the Professor Willow quests to to catch Mew? Yes, um, I was stuck for a while on make ten great throws. Um, yeah, but uh, I just finished that one today finally, and so now I'm on what is it like? Uh, participate in a raid battle, be level fifteen, and battle in a gym twice or something. Uh, so all I have left is one more raid battle, and I can move on to the next one. I really, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome they finally added, like, storyline to this game. Yeah, for a while, it's a lot of fun. A whole lot of incentive, and now there is. So I dig it. Well, let me let me tell you where I'm stuck right now. On level five out of eight, I am stuck, and it says catch a ditto. And I'm like, well, how in the crap am I? What in the world? So now I got to throw all my Pokeballs at every single Pidgey or Zubat that I go by, just hoping that it's going to be a ditto. And of course, it never is. And now, I'm, can't you tell just by looking at the eyes? Aren't the eyes different? I don't think so. I know in the like the in the show and in I think in the games, dittos have like the dots for eyes. That's how you can tell it apart from the other Pokemon. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> Tori, is there a way to tell a ditto at a glance? Because you could there be saving not. me a lot of balls. 
There is there is not a way to do that in any of the games. Actually, that's only in the like in the merch and the um the show. So yeah, unfortunately, you have to wait till after you catch it. I recommend Downtown Disney, or rather Disney Springs. Now, my bad. Um, that's where Ben and I found like several ditto while we were down there the last time. I used to catch dittos in my driveway. I mean, by the dozens. It just seemed like every night there was a ditto out on my driveway, and I was just catching them, and I'm just catching them and tossing them, catching Get them and tossing here, them. Get out of here, you. Because I didn't yeah. need one. But now I have to catch one in this. It was 10 ghost types, which where the crap am I going to find a ghost type? But thankfully, they kind of pushed out a bunch of ghastlies again. And uh, now I'm on stupid find a ditto. And the next one is on the next level, Christian, my son told me, you have to find a, uh, you have to evolve a Magikarp. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to make sure I have enough Magikarp candy. I'm glad I didn't evolve one just happenstantially and then have to start over again. I'd have been ticked. I definitely just evolved one like uh, an hour and a half ago. So back to candy number one for me. <laughs> man, we should, do, we should do these recordings earlier in the day. Dang it, man. <laughs> Time to find a lake. <laughs> I, could, I could have saved you a lot of hassle. Oh, well, fish Sorry. sticks on the house. What you going to do? <laughs> so... So, uh, what else is going on in your life uh, besides ice cream and besides Pokemans? You're you're married. Ben is good. I'm, yeah, it's good. We're gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a year on the sixth of May. That's so right. I don't know how many weeks that is. Four, three. I don't know. Soon. <laughs> um, so far, so good. <laughs> it's been. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I get to play video games more now somehow, which is always a plus. Um, Grocery shopping with your husband is weird, though, so not that you guys <laughs> would know, but it's definitely a, that's a new thing I had to learn, was grocery shopping with Ben. What, what, was, the that, big, what was the hurdle there? Like, what did you have to learn? He doesn't like how I go through the store. <laughs> he, like, gets frustrated because I walk too fast, and also I don't go aisle by aisle, which I didn't know was a thing. And I backtrack, and he's like, if you just went down every aisle once, you wouldn't have to go back for anything. And you know, apparently, you, uh... I, I think, first off, you have, like, your legs are like a foot and a half tall, so how do you walk fast? Ever? Apparently, I use... He has just... I don't know. It bothers him. I just walk too fast. And I think it's because I, I use my whole legs to walk instead of like walking from my knees or so, something uh, half a leg are you, are you walking like <laughs> just full splits <laughs> each step is one split <laughs> it's like it's more of a gallop she walks like okay. that thing in uh, Monsters Inc yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, like the ministry of silly walks from Monty Python Ben sounds like he shops like my mom my mom does the no, each aisle you have to do first off okay this is what you do you do each aisle and then you hit the perimeter because you're going to get the cold stuff so it doesn't have to sit in your cart the whole time yeah. I just know what I want oh, and I just go get it by which one I, what I want you are a single person and usually when you go to the store all you're buying is onions or sriracha <laughs> no not onions <laughs> you always say I've got to go to, i got to go to Publix before they close I've got to get some hot peppers and mushrooms or i got to get peppers and sriracha like every time you say you have to go to the grocery store that's the only thing you ever say you need to get kind of is yeah it's just you always catch me when i'm catching the right cooking the same meal literally 100 percent of the time that you say you're going to the grocery store it's always for some kind of accoutrement of like peppers and something i mean you're not wrong i'm just telling you but when i go shopping i know what i'm getting or some sauce get some condimental thing mostly <laughs> condimental isn't that how people live in <laughs> it's a condominium oh Gotcha. We I better, thought that's when, like, nope, you... nope, we're gonna stop right there. 
Well, I, I will tell you this, weighing in as a, uh, a neutral third-party judge, also the one who officiated your nuptial ceremony, I will say that your husband's right, and you need to submit to him. Go up and down the aisles. Do, do, it, do it the right way. Do it for America. You do you, Tori. <laughs> but the Lord said, it's not good Just for so a woman you know. to have a domain over a man. And when, when shopping for groceries. Tell him, to t- tell him to take the cart and do the grocery shopping. You've got games to play. There you go. <laughs> uh, he seemed to like the first thing you said. He got a very smug look on his face. I think it's probably because he feels like I'm always going to default to being on your side. Like I'm going to treat you like the princess and him like the redheaded stepchild. But no, no, it's not the case. It's it's not the case. When a man's right, a man's right. And he deserves to have someone take up his side. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh, so I started playing, I started playing Final Fantasy 15 per your recommendation. Yes. It's I like it. I I I don't know what it is about it, but it's it's engaging and it's endearing and it's just it's very different, but it feels it feels familiar somehow. You yeah. know, it feels like I'm 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 going wearing a comfortable pair of shoes or or smelling a meal that I haven't smelled cooked for a long time. I mean, it's just it's a really really nice thing. The story has just sort of picked up. I've only put a few hours into it and um, and man, I just I like it. I like the combat system. I like the characters. The game looks great. Is there a lot of driving in the game cuz that that's kind of wearing on me a little bit. <laughs> there I mean, yeah, there definitely is. I think after a certain point, you can just pay, like, 10 gil or something to move it along and, like, warp, as it were. But I, I found, after a certain point, I really enjoyed driving. It, I got into, like, this rhythm of, like, role-playing as Noctis and kind of getting into the the real, like, I have to walk on the road because it's there. And I don't know, it, it was a very comforting sort of atmosphere to just kind of be in and so I there's also some really fun dialogue that um you'd miss if you skipped the driving between the b- the boys my good boys um <laughs> I've so, noticed that uh, there's the dialogue is great the characters are really well recognized they're they're they they feel like they're they're fully realized they feel like they're real unique individual characters I don't know that they feel like they match each other like it seems like a really strange combination like you're watching some like let's lock him in a, a car and make him go on a road trip reality show, but right. I, I do love even just hey we're gonna run over here and try to find this treasure, but they they'll do a little bantering. The banter in the game is great. It's really nice. I like it. There's a lot of um, as as the story unfolds, uh, you may change your mind on whether or not they fit together. Uh, there's a lot of uh, very brotherly sort of camaraderie that that unfolds before you. Not unlike. Um, uh, a certain 12 amigos we all know and love who followed our very good friend Jesus um, <laughs> on his I was like, very long road trip. About? Donald Duck? Uh, that's the, that's the uh, Caballeros. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the 12, I remember the three amigos, Martin Short and Steve Martin and Chevy Chase. There's 12 uh, Man, uh, that's cool. I look forward to that. I think, and, and thank you for bringing some semblance of spiritual content to our conversation tonight. <laughs> Bless <Anytime>. God. <laughs> well, I, I have to put the game on the shelf for a little bit. Speaking of spiritual stuff, because I'm going to be taking um, a test, a ministry test, for uh, to get my bishop's uh, credentialing. So I will uh, hopefully, uh, as of the first of May, I will hopefully be elevated to the highest rank in my denomination. Nice. Uh, so I, I've really got to knuckle down and start studying because. Uh, I got this big old thick study book, and I'm going, oh my goodness, I am 
not prepared for this. Oh no! So I feel like a uh, a 486 in a Pentium 2 world. So that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't get that reference. Okay. Neither do so I. back in the 90s, there. No, you know what? Never mind. Uh, but yeah, so I'm. I got. I have to be di- diligent to put the games away for a little while and, and kind of focus on my studies. But uh, when I'm done, I'm gonna hit 15. I'm gonna hit it hard. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed fishing in the game. I usually hate yes. fishing mini games, and uh, in this one, I'm like, yeah, let me catch one more fish. Let me just, let me just get one more. Yes. Isn't that how you get the gill? The, get the gills? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're Gillies. thinking of the Simpsons character. No, Gil, Gil is the currency in the Final Fantasy universe. So, from from fish, right? No, no, that that's G I L L. This is just G I L. Oh. Yeah, so that's money. As in to Gil. To Gil. As in I Gil, you Gil, we we Gil. <laughs> to to blade, which as everyone knows means. To okay. bluff. <laughs> <laughs> so he maybe, said love liar <laughs> get back witch <laughs> I'm not a witch I'm your wife have you um have you have you guys seen any movies lately have you, uh, you Neff and Steven all they do is go to movies now with their movie <laughs> pass thing uh do you guys get a chance up in in Carney's uh fun cove to go to any motion picture events any theater shows yes last night we went and saw Black Panther um First time? Which I had been dying to see, and I, we both loved it. It was excellent. You got, Have you guys seen it? You guys seen it, right? Twice. Once. Once. Okay, very good. Yes, I loved it. Every minute, not like, I felt like not a minute was wasted. It was excellent. I, yes. Yes, good. Um. <laughs> can, can you, uh, Wakanda forever, right? Did you see the yes. Saturday Night Live sketch? <laughs> I did. It was so it was so funny. We got the white guys standing outside the theater, and they're trying to do the Wakanda sign. You got the black folks, and they're like, "Ooh, something about that just feels wrong." Like, it, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see that one. Oh, you didn't I saw see- the Jeopardy one. Oh, the Jeopardy one was funny too. No, <laughs> that they, was they, good you got, too. They're standing out there, and they're like, "Oh yeah," uh, he's like, "Are you guys talking about Black Panther? Wakanda forever?" I'm like, oh no, it was pretty funny. It was w- worth a watch. <laughs> Wakanda forever. So are you excited for Infinity War? Are you guys going to go see that? Yes. We actually, um, we finally bought a couch for our... Uh, <laughs> what? Room. Are you guys excited for Infinity War? Yes, we bought a couch to celebrate Infinity War. Hey, we adopted a pet. <laughs> no, we're going to like Now I'm picturing you like, like living in a shed or something like that. Like, well, we have a couch now. We live in a shed in Cardi Poke, New Jersey. We're moving once, on up. Once we get a can opener, we can eat. <laughs> Um, priorities. No, so in in our TV room, or our TV room is behind this weird fake wall that we can't get the couch we have like around. So we have to build a couch <laughs> in the room. I'm not even kidding. Dude. I feel like I feel like your life is the worst game of The Sims ever. <laughs> Her house is Carney Cove. It's just one big fun um, house. It's, it's like when we just we just got a couch, but we can't move it over here because there's a wall. <laughs> No, I'm saying we already do have a couch. It's just in a different room where the TV isn't, and the TV mm. is very large. And my house is poorly like assembled. So it's like it was, a bad. It was easier file. to buy another couch than move the TV. Uh, well, the TV. Uh, yes. <laughs> but the TV got in there somehow, right? I did, they didn't put the TV and then build the house around it. Or did they? No, the the TV is much thinner than the couch we already have. I can't describe to you with my words how obnoxious and bulky the couch is 
uh, and it, it simply does not fit around this stupid half wall. That, by the way, has wiring in it I can't simply take a sledgehammer to. Anyway, all that to say, Ben and I plan to marathon the Marvel movies before we go see Infinity War, so we're caught up on everything before we watch. Well, if you had uh, ever listened to the Nerd of Godcast show proper, you would know we've been doing a thing called ICU MCU, where every week we have been reviewing uh, one of the Marvel movies. We did it for 18 weeks leading up to Infinity War. This, uh, where we'll do one week on our show, then the other week uh, on the Christian Nerd Podcast, our friend Scott from California. And uh, so we've been kind of reviewing and going back and re-watching uh, the MCU movies. I think we just finished up Spider-Man Homecoming on our show, and then next week we're doing Thor Ragnarok on the Christian Nerd. So uh, that brings us right up to date, and then Infinity War. Sweet. We just watched um, Homecoming on Easter at my parents' house, um, which I thought was also an absolute delight. I loved that was excellent. Uh, yes, another movie where no minute was wasted, um, or frame. No frame of the movie was wasted either. It was just also very good. <laughs> very good. Had a, Michael Keaton as the vulture. Just perfect. So good. I watched yesterday for the first time. Um, I watched The Greatest Showman. Did you like uh, it? <gasps> did you see it, Tori? Okay. So let me just say the best movie trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> the movie felt like one two hour long movie trailer for a movie. You know what? God bless you for saying that. Do, listen to me. As I was thinking about this movie this morning, that was the exact phrasing that came to my mind because yep. there was there was no even when there was like oh my goodness um look the bad thing happened and everything's kind of falling apart they never really took time to go into the low moments they just sort of like fast forward to it's gonna be okay song yeah right it's like oh my goodness look at that he, he used to be poor now he's got money and he turned his back on all his you know crazy you know oddity people but that's okay a song like he never had right. to think about it or face it or learn from it oh my goodness he left his wife behind to go out with this other girl and then it all blew up in his face but it's okay he walked to the beach where she used to be and now it's fine like there was <laughs> never there was never any like actual let's let's struggle with some of the choices that we've made or grow from some of the things that happened it was just but now it's okay. Cue the music trailer. That's you have just. You know, I was. I've been trying to. Think. I want to put you in my pocket and just walk around with you all day because you are right. You are right with the Lord. <laughs> I was Thank trying to you. think because there was something about the movie that I didn't get with me, and I think that's it. Yeah. Like, while watching, it, I'm like, like there are things that I didn't like about it that from like a technical aspect that really bothered me that didn't uh, you shared some of those things they didn't bother it, me it as bothered. much like oh it's in his left hand here it's in his right hand there his me. pants are untucked now they're tucked oh my goodness but you said something Stephen, that was i thought was very astute you said it would have been it would be a great stage show yes and i, I agree with you and i'll tell you why i think that if it was a three-hour stage show and they had more time to really unpack some of these scenes instead of get trying to get it done in like an hour 40 minute movie you probably would have had a great show, a yeah. great musical. But you never or, had the opportunity to have like the let's really explore some of the repercussions of our actions or go down into the dark places. Let's take a journey with these characters. You just kind of bopped from high point to high point. It was like it was like a a period piece episode of Glee. Yes. And I know people who like cried heavily when they saw this movie because of how much they loved it but I, I was like I liked it I, I thought it was a beautifully shot movie the music was poppy and I was catchy like, I liked the music and it, it I don't have any complaints about it but it was kind of like eating bubblegum ice cream it was it wasn't complicated it was just you know it was sweet and and then it's gone 
Yeah. Not okay. very Done. substantive. Yeah. yeah, I think I think very little about this movie. <laughs> really? Why? Because I've never seen it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know, Neff. So it's it just did. like a two-hour-long trailer for. Here, no evil. Seen. See no evil. Speaking of evil. I think it's worth watching. I, I, I it's I it's worth watching. So. It's just. It, it's frustrating to me when people go, oh, this is the greatest musical ever made. It, to me, is the same people that say that Frozen is the greatest Disney movie ever made. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. just the greatest merchandising property that Disney's ever made. Yeah, no. I think that they just missed a lot of opportunities. Like, they introduced you to all these really awesome characters, and then you never got to know them. I don't think we knew the names of most of them anyway. Um, but I thought the performances were on point, the costume design was awesome. It was like the uh, an excellent pilot for a really cool series that's never gonna happen, or, or something like that. I wanna know that, so. what happened to the dog-faced boy. They showed him at the beginning, and then I don't know that we ever saw him again. It's like, where's the dog-faced boy? He went home. Yeah. The dog-faced boy went home? Yeah, just ran around home. <laughs> that's the way it should be. A dog and his owner? He's his own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> What happened was he got sent to an island full of trash with the rest of the dogs. Oh. Uh, no. I love that. <laughs> Torizo. I want to see that movie so bad. Island Dogs. It's, yeah. it's Neff great. and I just saw that. Is it's it good? I love Wes Anderson. I think Wes Anderson needs to take a little bit of time and just do stop motion. Yeah. Like, take a, like if you just took the story out of this and like how it's told, the animation in Island Dogs is fantastic. I don't know how they did some of those shots. Awesome. Yeah. I love that stuff. It's and it's, it's not it's practical, right? It's not CG? I, I, well, I think they use CG in some parts, but just for um, maybe transitions. What's that group that does, they do all, it's, what is it, like Lilo? What's the company they make all those cool stop motion animations like Coraline or Book of the Dead? Oh, or Book know. of Life, I think. Or, all I know is Ardman. That does the Wall Street Journal one. Yeah, no, no. There's another one. They did, they, it, was, it was Coraline, and they, they did a lot of those really, and they're amazing. Frank they, and Weenie. Uh, was it Frank and Weenie? Is it Timber? Paranorman. No, Treasure Trolls. Was it Treasure? Box Trolls. Box, box Trolls. Yeah. Box Trolls. I didn't see Box yeah. Trolls. I'm pretty yeah, sure they did Paranorman. The Loot Crate Trolls. That's what it was. No. <laughs> no. So close. But when you see like the making of and how they do that like artistically, it's just staggering. And yeah, I didn't. And cool. I didn't see Kubo. 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 Did you see? Strings? Did you see Kubo? Uh, the the and the strings. Whatever. I have not. Um, I saw them. It looked the really making. good, though. <laughs> it it looks it looks wonderful. It's on Netflix, and I need to get around to watch. I it. saw the making of for like one of the scenes in that, <clears throat> and it was like the scene of like this boat, and he's on this boat. But like when they show the making of, you expect it to be really tiny, because I don't know why in my mind, <clears throat> all stop motion is really tiny. But it was like <laughs> it was like a proper size like uh, play school uh, like car size boat. Like hmm. the ones you used to ride it when you were there. Really? Like, yeah, it was huge. Oh, like the, cool. I would, I would assume maybe the, the like Kubo and the, I don't know if it was for the whole movie or just for this. He was like at least a foot and a half tall. That's awesome. I was, I was surprised at how large he was. Yeah, they're, they, they do a lot of that with like 3D printing and stuff, but because they'll, they'll take it, they'll design it in the computer, then they'll print it out. But they use it for those expressions. I just think it's fantastic how far that's come. That's, that's an amazing art form. Even if you, uh, I'm all for CGI. I'm all for the Pixar stuff, but. I think that that one's next level, just in what they put together, what they accomplish artistically. It's really fun. I watched um, I watched a little bit this morning of the live stream from um, your mom's church, Tori. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How, how is that? You should. <laughs> well, it, as as we're getting closer to your anniversary, it's been almost a year since we were last up there with you guys. How's things going at, at church for you and Ben? We really like it. Um, 
we so the church that my parents go to is a uh, slightly more old school than than we are used to i guess so we go to a slightly more contemporary church it's also much younger um i think it's only about 10 years old uh wow but my father graduated um bible school with the pastor and so oh, i've nice. known the pastor like my entire life um and so it's a very it's a good church uh preaches the word and uh they have a really awesome sense of community which i like a lot um we uh we we watch the toddlers three months out of the year uh and that's that happens <laughs> so you, is but, that like um, a, you volunteer in watching toddlers yeah like we're on the ministry board for or whatever like the team and you say we like you and your husband watch the toddlers yeah like we we run the nursery for the toddlers three months but three three months out of the year so three consecutive months no it's uh, i think this year it was february and then may and then i think oh yeah four four months so february may august and i think november um we take them for the second service or we take the second service rather and then we usually have one of the teenagers as our helpers which is pretty cool that's cool. Uh, yeah. So the other eight months, they just run wild across the church. Yes, no, there's no supervision. There's nobody else. Just, no supervision just for the little people. Why would we pick these <laughs> random months to have supervision? <laughs> Those are the good months. <laughs> so we welcome families, but only for 25% of the year. Right. <laughs> That's funny. So you guys enjoy it. Do you, do you have relationships with people in the church? Do you guys hang out? Do you go out for ice cream? At, well, maybe not ice cream, but do you go out for... They, she doesn't. <laughs> People hit you up for that, yo, yo, hit me with that discount on them moose tracks. That's a caramel-based ice cream, right? With some Reese's Cups in it? I like so. uh, We did finally make friends with people our age. It took a little bit, uh, as organic relationships are wont to do. But we now, um, we the young adult group is really cool. And so we meet uh, every first and third Monday at the church for young adults. And then on the alternate Mondays, we meet at... Um, a friend's house for small groups and we're going through the book um goliath must fall which is a really good book i definitely recommend that um if you are not your head enthusiastically. I, I got it for christmas did you read it not yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a great book and i haven't read it yet well i'm excited to read it now <laughs> it, is, it has the endorsement as a tory turn the page a tory a tory page turner it's like those oprah stickers but <laughs> that's it's right. with tory that's right it's just, it's just a tomato. So you say you found people your age. Does that mean married people your age? Because there's a difference when someone's your age, but they're not married. For instance, Stephen and, and like Neff, how, how old are you, Tori? You're 24? I'm 24, yeah. You're 24. Okay, so you and Neff are roughly the same age. You and Stephen are yes. kind of in the same neighborhood age-wise. But these guys aren't married. So, like, do you find that, hey, I'm married now, so hanging out with people that are not married is a little different than it used to be? Um, it's certainly different. It's not better or worse or anything, but it's it's definitely different. Um, our small group, uh, two of the couples are married, and then one of the couples is not married um, yet. I don't know if they're going to get married. They're very sweet, though. Uh, they're very sweet. They're just not a good. They're just not a good pair for each other. You know, they're just not a good match. I know. <laughs> We're praying that the Lord shows them. <laughs> no, um, I like them a lot. Uh, but the two who are, the two couples that are married also now have children. So there's one more, like, difference between us. Um, but they are only, like, a year or two older than us. It's nothing, like, dramatic. Um, but there is de- there's definitely a difference, but uh, we don't find that it inhibits 
when you're around the people that have children, is it a deterrent for you having children? Or do they, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, let's wait a little longer on this. Or I guess volunteering with the toddlers, is that a deterrent to having children? Like, yeah, let's wait a little while for this. I am inclined to agree with my mother who says that nursery work is the best contraceptive. And so far that is accurate. Only four months of the year. I believe I believe those are called condominiums. <laughs> <laughs> no, so far it's like, yeah, no, we're going to wait on that. But um, I, it's nice to like visit other people's babies. But we don't want our own <laughs> just yet. <laughs> it's nice to visit them and then hand them back. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Here is your child. We'll see you. In, we'll see you in three months. Pat him on yeah, the head. Right. <laughs> Very cool. Well, do you have a so so to to recap? Tori has advised that we check out the book uh, "Wrestling with Goliath," "Waiting on Goliath." Goliath is, falls down. Goliath. No. Goliath none takes of a tumble. No. Good Goliath. Golly. Goliath Davy, must Davy and fall. Goliath, <laughs> Goliath must mu- fall. Goliath must fall. Who's the author on that? Do you know? Oh, nope, I don't. <laughs> I hope All right, his name we'll, is David. We'll somewhere. find a link to it on Amazon and we'll put it down in the uh, in the show notes. John K. Below. Horowitz. John Philip K. Dick <laughs> writes, <laughs> Goliath must fall. From the writer of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep comes right. Goliath Must Fall. Absolutely. Was it was Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Was That was Blade Runner, right? Yes. What was yeah. the one that they, that they based uh, Total Recall on? We Supplied oh. the Memories Wholesale. Yes. Yeah, yes. Very cool. And a scan. Did you ever see a scanner darkly? Nope. No. Is that the I, one with like no. the weird animation? Weird animation. It's... Robert Downey Jr. I think was in it, and Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Wow. But uh, was Robert Downey Jr. Or did I just make that up? You might have made that up. I don't know for a fact Keanu Reeves. I don't think it. I saw it, but it, it's neither. worth watching the trailer just because the animation <laughs> is so weird looking. Yeah. Yeah. So the theme of tonight's episode has been weird animation. Everything from Leica. Leica. That's the is it Leica? 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 That's the company that makes the animation things. Like I think Kubo. you're thinking of that game where you, like there's a bunch of different words and we have to guess what they all mean together. Normally it is, this it is little Leica. This, this bit that we do, you will say something like that and we will say the thing that's similar to it that sounds like it, but I for the life of me don't know what you're talking about. Linky. Oh, Linky, huh? Oh. It's Leica. L A I K A. Like, like, like oh, isn't that the like little the, the the patties, the 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 potato patties? Those are latkes. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> so Stephen killed the oh. bit, and then Neff brought it back. All right, we're good. <laughs> and Tori's like, oh, okay, I guess oh, that's this, happening. This is what you're doing on the show now, huh? You like it, L A L A I K. No wonder Tori no longer listens. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very Anakin of you. <laughs> so, uh, so, I hate you. So that's what she's reading and recommending. Uh, Neff, what do you? Uh, we we recommend you watch The Greatest Showman so we can talk about it next time. Okay. And uh, Stephen, um, what have you? Anything interesting that you've been doing that you can throw a recommendation out? Um, You're looking at your watch. Why are you looking at your watch, buddy? Because I'm about to go see a movie. You're he. You got to be at the theater in about a half an hour to see. Back to the Future. They're doing Back to the Future on the big screen tonight, which yeah, is we are. that is Stephen oh, Stephen's bread and butter. That's his jam. And EJ's coming with us, but EJ's never seen Back to the Future. He, oh, I didn't know that. He's yeah. gonna be next to you the whole time, going, "Bro, whoa." Okay, so I watched. This is we watched The Greatest Showman. We uh, we're at a meeting on on Friday in the afternoon, and then we had another meeting on Friday in the evening. So we had a, a couple hours, like two and a half hours or so, to kill between the meetings. And we were going to go back to our hotel, but our hotel was like a half an hour away. And we thought by the time we drove back there and drove back, was it really worth it? So I had my Movies Anywhere account, and in the church we were, 
um, I just kind of plug that information into their one of their Roku sticks in the conference room, and that's when we watch The Greatest Showman at the recommendation of a friend of mine, uh, Pastor Jason Bonilla. And and we were gonna watch Thor, but Jason was like, "No, bro, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. You gotta Wait, watch this movie." What story are you gonna watch? Ragnarok. What? What? Jason, what was he talking about? He's like, "We gotta watch this, man. You you never seen this. You're gonna watch this. You gotta watch this. This movie's amazing." So it's like, all right, okay, okay, all right, fine. So we, we put on The Greatest Showman, and we watched it. And then Jason proceeded to talk through the whole movie. It's like, okay, bro, right now, this part, oh, this is the best song. Okay, you know, this girl, she didn't even sing this right now. Okay, they got another... And I had to, like, stop at a certain point and just turn around and say, Jason, you are literally killing me right now. You have got to stop talking. And now Jason's my friend, but he learned the rules. You gotta go by the rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm angry... For you. So what happens tonight if you're watching Back to the Future on the big screen and EJ starts talking during this movie? I'm going to look and I'm going to say, EJ, I love you. You're going to be mad at me for like three weeks, but shut up. Really? <laughs> I've already seen it. If, if I've already seen the movie, I'm not as mad at people. You don't, under, you don't understand. This is his once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is this is like him getting to see a Muhammad Ali match. This is like him getting to see uh, Babe Ruth uh, take step up to the plate. I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime. Well, the, the last time it was all, all of them were in theaters, he had to, he was speaking at it on uh, youth service, right? Yes, it was October fifteenth, um, October twenty first, two thousand fifteen. Yep. But ministry first, and now God's rewarding him. And no, nobody should take that. It only away took from three him. years. Uh, well, all right. Well, we're very excited about that. One last thing before we leave. I'm kind of giving you guys a little bit of a homework assignment. I sent you all messages yesterday. Uh, there is, for the next 30 days, an opportunity for us to have a free access to the CBS online streaming app. Did you uh, Did you guys sign up for that? I did. I haven't yet, but I, get, I did get the email. So You uh, have, like, today to get it done. It, then yeah, I'll do it. This is, it is it. Tori, did you sign up for that? Uh, not yet. I'm loading up the email right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to, to, to the Curry one. Um, you literally have till the end of today to do it. Um, sign up for it, because what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to watch... Uh, we're going to binge watch Star Trek Discovery. The whole I, thing's on there now, the first the season? The whole first All season is on there. Episodes. And I, right. I have only seen the first two episodes. And, and I'd like for us to to watch it, cram it in there, get as much of it as we can. And then we're going to talk about it next time we get together in one of our uh, season 1.5 episodes. So, uh, Tori, are you a Star Trek person? I am a Star I'm a tertiary Star Trek person. All right, so this will be so you'll you'll bring a fresh insight and yeah. we'll kind of see what it looks like from the outside. Yeah, I'm probably the the, the most deep fried yes. of a, of the Star Trek fans. Steven, you're more comfortable with what the um the the newer movie series uh, I mean, and a little next gen. Yeah, I mean I've seen like most of the first season of Next Gen. It's a slow. Yeah. Um, but I've seen a lot of the old movies. What's I've, your Star Trek pedigree, Neff? I've seen all the old movies. Okay, so so all twelve of them. Mm-hmm. So we all come. My from, grandpa had them all. Oh on no, VHS. I've only I've only seen through. What was the one? The bad one after Search for. What was the one after Undiscovered Country? That's well, Undiscovered Country was was the sixth one. Okay, then I didn't watch that one. I, what's after Search for Spock? The Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Okay, that's the then, last one. And I then watched. the Final Frontier. Okay, that's never watch the Final Frontier. Okay. Always watch the fourth one. That's my favorite. The fourth. Yeah, it's it's two, three, four is the kind of middle middle of the movie well, trilogy. I've seen those, but you told me not to watch skip the first five. one. The skip first five. one's a waste. Yeah. I started watching six. Skip one, skip five, and then six is great. 
Six is great. I is like generation. I like generations. Is too, six personally. the last original series? It's the movie? last full original series movie. And then generations. And then generations is the crossover. Like but generations is really it's a next generation movie. The, you only have three of the original crew members in the. Part in of me doesn't want. Part of me wants to watch all the next gen before I watch the movie. Yes, you should. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm gonna. It's gonna take some time. Yeah. Very good. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for uh, the first foray into Nerd of Godcast Season 1.5. We're throwing it all the way back. Um, anything else that we can uh, we can mention before we go? Oh, go support Curry and Rice on uh, YouTube and um, Twitter and Instagrams and all the good stuff. We love Curry and Rice. That's Tori and Ben. They do creative things beyond and above. That's Curry with an I, right? I believe it is Curry with an I. But more than just serving and scooping ice cream and couch co-op and video games, uh, they do all kinds of fun creative stuff. I love your videos when you guys kind of go into, uh, like your Castlevania video minister to my heart. So good. Aww. (laughs) That's good. We don't see enough of those. You guys need need to crank out some more. (laughs) Currently, we are trying to purchase our home, and we're going through the final processes of that. And then directly after that, I am going to MegaCon, so there probably won't be a whole lot till after MegaCon, if I'm going to be perfectly honest Results, not excuses. Come on. And once you buy your home, you can <laughs> knock down that fake wall. That's right. Knock down the fake wall. Tear it out. It's a load-bearing wall. Now we have no roof. All right. Well, Mrs. Gorbachev. <laughs> tear down tear this down wall. This wall. All right. For uh, for season 1.5, Steve-O Supremo. I hope this episode airs. Quentin Gregory Neff. Bye, Curry and Rice. The lovely Tori Jones. Uh, short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here.